You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected. CannabisRadio.com presents NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. The National Cannabis Industry Association is the only national trade organization representing the businesses of the legal cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice covers a range of topics, including the rapidly evolving political and policy changes that affect our industry, news and events of importance to cannabis professionals, and features on companies, individuals, and campaigns at the cutting edge of the cannabis industry. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice begins now. Hello, thank you for tuning in to NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, and I'm the communications manager here at the National Cannabis Industry Association. Today, my guest is Gary Hefferly from the NCIA member Nordic Analytical Laboratories. Welcome to the show, Gary. Hey, Bethany. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So, what I know about you, Gary... Uh, Your background is in laboratory science, makes sense, you work at an analytical lab, Uh, but your background is working with human stem cells, uh, but he now works in a different kind of lab in the cannabis industry, Nordic Analytical. Uh, So tell me more about your background and education in microbiology. Sure. Um, Thanks again for having me. So my background is in clinical laboratory science. Um, I graduated back in 2013 with a Bachelor of Science degree in medical technology from the University of Buffalo. After I graduated, um, my girlfriend at the time, who is now my wife, and another another friend of mine, uh, we all took a road trip across the country and we fell in love with Colorado. So I decided to try and find a job out here and I ended up um, finding a lab in Centennial, Colorado, um, Allosource, and we were producing therapeutic medical devices using uh, human stem cells and aloe tissue. Wow. And yeah, that that was uh, pretty exciting. They're doing good things over there. So it's about weird science. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but 
after a couple years and with the momentum of the cannabis industry out here, I decided to get my feet wet and I found a tissue culture job at Native Roots um, cultivating cannabis. So we were doing some pretty cool work over there. Um, I did that for about a year and it was uh, some fun research and development, but it was um, pretty costly. So unfortunately, they shut down my department and then I ended up finding a job at Nordic Analytical doing more microbiology work and um, public health and safety. So it kind of made a, a full circle back to my specialty, helping people and making sure that products are safe and healthy for the consumers. So that's kind of my background. Okay, got it. Uh, was there a particular reason you went from, you know, regular science to to switching your focus to cannabis? Uh do you have a personal story or like a relationship with the plant that made you think, yeah, I want to do this? So I've always had a passion for cannabis. Um, I've been an advocate for medical cannabis for a while now. Back in college, I gave a presentation to all my peers and was really kind of interested in the science behind it ever since um, college and I feel like my background in science will add value to the industry. For sure. So when you gave that presentation to your classmates, were you like the class hero and were people (laughs) like like giggling like, oh, he's talking about pot, ha ha, or was it received seriously in in like an academic environment? Yeah, so I tried to... um, make it professional and a lot of my professors were watching me so I feel like I kind of opened up their minds a little bit. So they did take it seriously. What did your professors think? Yeah, so they they thought it was awesome. At the time there wasn't any legalization so I was very excited when when I got out to Colorado and the perception of cannabis was totally different from when I was back out east. All right. So now you're in Colorado where the cannabis is free flowing. You can find it at any legal regulated dispensary. Uh, and you you get to do really cool things with it that are a little little more sciencey than I get. But let's let's talk about what your role is at Nordic Analytical. And the whole microscopic world down there in the plant and in the soil, how does that compare to like working with human stem cells? Right. So basically, um, the cannabis lab is just like any other lab. We're overseen by the CDPHE and there's strict regulations, but it is kind of cool seeing all the different products come through and I get to really see a wide range of quality and different forms of products. So do you mean like edibles, rosin, shatter, concentrates, all those, all that kind of world of stuff? Cannabis testing is like any other testing. Um, we have the CDPHE as an overseer. Um, we recently did 
some proficiency testing with Emerald testing. And specifically, my role at Nordic Analytical is testing for microbial contaminants and products. We run PCR testing, which is extremely sensitive for the detection of salmonella and E. coli. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And th- fortunately, we did not find any salmonella and E. coli in any of our products so far. So, Hooray. Good job, cannabis industry. And then the other side of the testing that I do is for yeast and mold contamination. Um, we do traditional plating methods for that. And we do find a large variation between the different products. So... Okay. As as far as the laboratory setting, it is very similar to all the other labs that I've worked in. We have a 4K HEPA filter system where we work in a sterile environment with fume hoods and biosafety cabinets. Okay. So everything is very regulated. So do you get to wear the cool outfits and the little booties on your feed? Is it is it like that? Um, it's a little bit more relaxed. We have okay. to wear lab, lab coats and um, gloves and it's all work performed in a fume hood and a biosafety cabinet within okay. a clean room. So it's definitely a very sterile environment, which is what I love. Um, I, <laughs> Yeah, I have a little bit of OCD, but... Um, ah, gotcha. Cool. All right. Yeah. So it's it's a bona fide laboratory, obviously, and and you get to test and make sure that the products are safe for human consumption, right? Exactly. Perfect. Cool. All right. Um, let's take a quick commercial break, and then we'll come back and talk to you a bit more in detail about how to prevent contaminants, and and making sure cannabis is clean. So stay tuned, everyone. We'll be right back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Introducing 420 Cloud, ignited by MSIG, one of the fastest growing social apps around. The only app you'll need for all things cannabis. Find the latest cannabis news, videos, and stories ranging from business and tech to sports and medicine. Start your career in cannabis by seeking, identifying, and applying for jobs through our expansive listings. For businesses, 420cloud.com features a full-scale cross-channel network, monetizing high traffic for big data conversion and analytics. Download 420 Cloud now from the iTunes Store or Google Play. MSIG.com is a publicly listed company on the OTC, symbol MCIG. At Alternative Vibes, our core values of quality, loyalty, respect, and honesty guides us in our mission to help families find peace and harmony through our products and services. Whether you are looking for a more natural way of living, shopping for essential oils, topicals, and edibles, or searching for a path towards achieving your goals, we are your choice. Learn more about our complete line of natural products and solutions at AlternativeVibes.com. Bringing quality of living to life. AlternativeVibes.com. Cannabis concentrates have been around for hundreds of centuries. In 19th century America, extracts mixed with other herbs were sold as a miracle cure. Now, Apex Supercritical has elevated the science of extraction into the 21st century. Apex Supercritical is the leader in CO2 extraction, which is the cleanest, safest, and purest way to extract plant oils. ROI in as little as three weeks. Our cost-effective systems are fully automated with an industry-leading three-year warranty. And if we don't have your system in stock, we can build 
one in as little as four weeks. Bringing CO2 extraction to the masses. Learn more at apeksupercritical.com. Four-week build excludes high production systems. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice only on CannabisRadio.com. Hey, we are back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, and we're talking with Gary Hefferly from the NCIA member Nordic Analytical Laboratories, who, as it sounds, they do analytical lab testing for cannabis. Uh, so, Gary, uh, welcome back. I, I On this show, I've spoken with... I, I am excited that I get to speak with so many experts in cultivation and testing um, and one woman from Urban Grow, for example, she is all about bugs, ladybugs, using bugs. And I just am so fascinated about how there's so many little things that you can just zoom in on and focus so many little factors. So you mentioned your testing for E. coli, salmonella, yeast, molds, things like that. Is 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 that primarily your focus, and is that what you're passionate about testing in cannabis? Absolutely. My passion is to make sure that whatever products are going out to the public are safe for consumption, and I also really enjoy um, doing some consulting work that Nordic offers. Um, I've gone out to numerous grows and have done some air testing and swab testing, and it's almost like forensic science in a little bit. Um, yeah, it sounds that way. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's super fun trying to figure out where contamination issues can begin and then help mitigate those situations and I've uh, really enjoyed that. It's a rewarding process to see some companies that might be having issues and then figuring out, you know, maybe it's coming from this air vent and switching out a filter that would help make that product safer. So I really enjoy um, figuring out, like, the cleanliness of grows, I guess. Gotcha. Yeah, so you get to do a little bit of detective work. You're like yeah. the, the Sherlock Holmes of cultivation <laughs> grows. And and then you actually get to suggest solutions to fix it so that they can move on and have clean cannabis from there. So from there, okay, so there's the lab stuff and then there's the investigative stuff. Got it. Um, what is the biggest threat in your opinion or even the most common that contaminates cannabis have you is there like one big culprit that you're like oh it's that again darn it yeah so um generally i would say that yeast is the most common organism that we find that is contaminating the product um that is found pretty much all over and mostly from human skin contact um so it it varies from facility to facility, obviously, but if anyone can control yeast in general, that will definitely help control all the rest of those more harmful pathogens. So I always think of yeast as like the the gold standard, and if you can mitigate yeast, then you're doing a really good job. Okay, got it. So the best ways of preventing that, I mean, common sense says to me, wear gloves when you're 
handling cannabis? Is there anything else people can do to prevent yeast from contaminating cannabis? Wearing gloves, obviously, is a really great start. Um, Washing your hands all the time and just being aware of where the product comes in contact with your skin or clothing. Um, Some grows even have separate garments for their employees that they're not taking in contaminants from outside or when they're walking from their car into the building even. Mm. So just small things like that will really go far. And it's kind of like working in the food industry. You always have to think of if, if a like scissors fell on the floor, you don't want to use those and without washing them first. So you just have to, yep. You just have to be really aware of the cleanliness and always work from clean to dirty. Um, It's really important for in a grow setting to start with clean product like clones. You don't want to expose them to later stages and then start the whole contamination cycle over again. So I feel like... Same basic principles of the food industry. If if you've worked in a restaurant or a kitchen or anything, any food handling at all, same same idea is what it sounds like. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So as far as regulations in the cannabis industry for testing, who regulations? Gosh, we have so many. Um, but you know, it's important to make sure medicine is clean. What do we know about that? as far as what is required now and where that may be going in the future. I mean, people talk about how adult use here in Colorado specifically is required to be tested by a lab, um, but not for medical for for a long time. And I think that's changing or has recently changed. But, you know, what's where are we at now and and where do you think we're headed with with the requirements and regulations for testing? Right now, Regulations are pretty safe. Um, I would say that moving forward, there is going to be a push pretty soon for pesticide testing. Um, I know that starting January 1st, they're going to mandate that. And then they've also talked about aflatoxins and ochratoxin testing, which is a concern more so now because of all the new concentrate products that are being produced. Uh, Ochratoxin and aflatoxins are mycotoxins that are resistant to heat and some of the processes that produce concentrates. It's a, those toxins are pretty rare. Um, They're produced by uh, certain species of molds. And right now our screening is pretty good Um, on flower product, but if someone fails for testing for for flower, the current regulations enable them to remediate those products. So there's a potential that those toxins are being concentrated into distillate or waxes or shatters, and that is going to be a concern coming up as well. I know that we're working on... um, some screening methods for that and I think that's a very important safety measure moving forward. Got it. So these changes are already in the pipeline? 
Yeah, um, I know definitely pesticides are coming and sometime in the first quarter they're going to implement aflatoxins and ochratoxins, but right now we're still trying to figure out what is the best method to test for those. Okay. So I think it's going to take a little bit, but... What are those toxins you mentioned? I've never heard of that before. Can you explain that? Yeah, so those are mycotoxins um, produced by Aspergillus flavus and a few other molds. Um, They can cause like hepatotoxicity. They're not good to be chronically exposed to, but especially in concentrates, that is where the real danger is because they take large amounts of flour that could potentially have this mold and concentrate it down into really potent products. So that's kind of where the danger lies. Got it. Got it. Makes sense. Cool. Um, Does indoor versus outdoor matter when you're looking in the lab or does it kind of all look the same? So um, both indoor and outdoor require the same testing procedure. It definitely presents a challenge for outdoor grows because they're subject to the environment, whereas indoor, um, you don't have to worry about temperature and humidity swings as much. But um, typically, outdoor grows aren't aren't growing for bud per se. I, I would say a majority of those grows have that product being processed for concentrates and edibles and okay got it and those kind of products um just because just because of the challenges that the micros have our our testing is very sensitive so it's um definitely harder to bring those levels down when it's outside yeah Got it. Yep. Makes sense. All right. Well, we're going to take a quick commercial break and then we'll come right back and wrap up our chat with Gary from Nordic Analytical Laboratories. So please stay tuned. We'll be right back. NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice will return once we give a voice to our sponsors. Introducing Blue Moon CBD, straight from the bluegrass of Kentucky. With our special nano emulsion process, you'll not only get the best CBD available, you'll get more of it. Not all CBD is the same. It's your body. It's your choice. Get relief from inflammation, anxiety, and stress. Go to www.bluemoonhemp.com and use code HEMP420 for a 20% discount on your order. Balance your body. Balance your life. Make it Blue Moon CBD. The smoke is rising, and the next crop of podcasts devoted to cannabis providers and enthusiasts are ready to be harvested. Welcome to the Cannabis Radio Network, founded by respected rainmakers who have been producing award-winning podcasts for over a decade. Industry headlines, business updates, medical reports, marketing, and e-commerce education rolled up perfectly for your consumption. Let's grow together. The Cannabis Radio Network. CannabisRadio.com. Ignite the conversation on some trending topics along the Cannabis Radio social media network. Join our crew of thousands on our Cannabis Radio page on Facebook or at Canna Radio, C-A-N-N-A Radio on Twitter. 
Plus, look for our Facebook and Google Plus pages for all of our original programs and connect with Dr. Dina, Kyle Cushman, Dr. Mitch Earlywine, Nurse Heather, Doc Rob, the hosts of Gondrepreneur, and more. Connect with the growing cannabis radio social crusade at Canna Radio on Twitter or search for Cannabis Radio on Facebook, Google Plus, and Instagram and grow with us. Get informed, get inspired, and get connected with more of NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice, only on CannabisRadio.com. Okay, we're back on NCIA's Cannabis Industry Voice on Cannabis Radio. I'm your host, Bethany Moore, and we've been chatting with Gary today, who knows a lot about the science of testing cannabis and the, the toxins that the reason we test cannabis is to make sure that those toxins do not get passed on to the consumer. Whether you're smoking cannabis as a flower or consuming it as an edible and all that. So, um, so Gary, as you mentioned, you're based here in Denver and you moved out here uh, to enjoy the, the wonderful world of Colorado, as many do. And you've attended our Colorado Cannabis Caucus events also, uh, which we, we host quarterly. NCIA hosts the quarterly Cannabis Caucus series. Uh, the last couple of years have been eight regions around the country. And of course, Colorado is one of those regions. So typically we're either in Denver or Boulder. Um, and you've, you've gone, you've, you've attended these events before, which the Colorado ones are big. I mean, 150 to 200 cannabis business owners and employees in the room. What did you like about that when you attended? So I love the energy at these events, um, networking with very passionate cannabis entrepreneurs and just meeting lots of people with same interests is very exciting to me. Um, I also enjoy the policy updates and seeing like firsthand what we can expect coming up. And as you know, the cannabis industry always has changing regulations, so it's very good to stay updated on all of that. Um, and I'm sure you get to meet um, business owners from oh, other yeah. from other labs and stuff too. Do you ever like compare notes, or <laughs> or you're just like, oh, <laughs> oh, there's my competitor. I'm gonna walk away. <laughs> no, it's very professional. Um, I've met some of the other competitors before, and Everyone's really nice and focused on making sure the products are safe. So, um, yeah, yeah, I I love how welcoming and friendly the cannabis industry is. I mean, we I think most people in the industry care so much about this industry succeeding that they're, you know, they kind of rise above the pettiness of of being in competition and it's really about sharing best practices and and you know trying to get on the same page would you agree with that absolutely i think everyone is a is a team in the industry and we're all moving towards the same goal and hopefully soon it'll be federally legal and that totally yeah. agree um, so are you and your team planning to attend the Seed to Sale show, uh, which is coming up in February? I'm totally looking forward to it. It's here in Denver. Do you plan to go? Yeah, um, we actually got a booth. Um, we'll be in number 907 um, cool. answering any questions about 
micro contamination and any other testing? Perfect, perfect. So, uh, for those interested in checking out the Seed to Sale show, uh, tickets are definitely still on sale. It is www.seed to sale show, and that is going to be on February 7th and 8th, 2018, here in Denver, Colorado. And the Seed to Sale show is different from our Cannabis Business Summit and Expo, which is held in the summer, uh, which is, you know, everything, ancillary businesses and direct-to-plant. But this Seed to Sale show is specifically focused on the life cycle of the plant. So it is cultivators, processors, retail, packaging, uh, and testing. Uh, So it's it's hyper-focused on the direct-to-plant seed to sale cycle um so hopefully this will be let's see this is our second year that we're doing the seed to sale show it's going to be even bigger than last year so i'm totally looking forward to it and uh it sounds like you and your your team are ready to go with a booth do you have anything fancy in your booth or more informational are you bringing equipment oh yeah we will be ready to answer any questions um one of my colleagues and friends jay he will be giving a pesticide presentation at 3.45 on the 7th. Um, he is very knowledgeable with pesticides, and he will answer any questions about the new regulations that will be coming out. I'm sure um, people will want to know about that. So mm-hmm. definitely come um, say hi, and we'll, we'll be here to answer any questions you have. Great. Is that presentation at your booth? Um, I think he's speaking on a panel. Yeah, on a panel. Cool, cool. Sounds good. So Jay from Nordic Analytical Laboratories will be waxing about testing. That sounds awesome. Yep. Cool. Well, I look forward to seeing everybody at the Seed to Sale show in February. And of course, I mentioned the quarterly cannabis caucuses as well. That's happening in January. And that is free for NCIA members to attend. Uh, non-members can attend for $50. Uh, for more information about those events, uh, go to www.thecannabisindustry.org slash events. And you can learn more information about the dates, cities, and how to register there as well. So we are wrapping up the show here. But Gary, thank you so much for sharing your knowledge about testing in the industry and and there are so many regulations but what's important is that clean safe cannabis goes to the consumers so thanks for that yeah thanks for having me on here and i really look forward to the seed to sale show they're always super fun awesome great well thanks for tuning in and this has been another episode of ncia's cannabis industry voice until next time The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.